friends, welcome back to your midweek podcast pick-me-up, highly caffeinated and confused. <laughs> I'm just dying because we just recorded this and the microphone was off and we were both looking at each other like, what the heck's wrong with this microphone? I thought, I thought you, you were just saying it was off again. Oh no. <laughs> Did you see my face? I was like. <laughs> I was wondering why we weren't laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like mid-cry. Caffeines, welcome to your midweek podcast pick me up highly caffeinated and confused. Hi guys, thanks for coming back uh, to our second episode. We just wanted to quickly thank you. Jack is here. He says hi. Um, we just wanted to quickly thank you guys all for your support. Um, so many people have reached out to us and just been super supportive, super positive of our whole little podcast journey. And we really do appreciate that. Mm -hmm. This is our third time recording today's episode. (laughs) I accidentally deleted the recording. So that was super fun. (laughs) I guess this really is a learning curve, but we're figuring it out. And it's gonna be okay. We have a mic. We're not using it (laughs) because I screwed something up. But you know, just stick with us. I promise it'll get better. And then hopefully one day we can look back at these episodes and be like, wow, how traumatizing was that? <laughs> so anyways, Mally, you want to tell them what today's episode is about? So today's episode is going to be us asking each other questions. Um, we don't know what the questions are. Well, we know what some of them are since we recorded this three times already. <laughs> but um, we don't know what the questions are. And this is basically just so you guys can get to know us a little bit more. And, um, yeah, so it should be fun. Um, I guess I can, do you want me to start off asking you first? Yes, or? ma'am. I already know how much I hate this first question, <laughs> but I got answers this time. Okay, so the first question is, describe yourself in three words. Anxious, goofy, and, and hyper. That was one I didn't think of before. Mm -hmm. Since this is our third time recording and our (laughs) second time asking questions, there was like a like a three minute pause. I couldn't. I all of a sudden didn't know English. I didn't know any words to describe myself. So that's better. Okay. Yeah. I bet you I'll stay up all night thinking about what I could have said differently. (laughs) You would. The laugh. All right. Oh, it's my turn. Well, my boyfriend tells me I sound like a evil person like I have an evil laugh oh no what happened my questions are on my phone can you even swipe up right and it'll still record right yeah I just don't want it to be loud okay sorry if this sounds terrible we're not we're not doing well today um what was one thing you wish you could tell your high school self so one thing I wish I could tell my high school self well it's a couple different things I'm gonna try and consolidate it into one thing but is just to be more secure in yourself because I was very insecure in high school. Um, I grew up in a town with people that didn't look like me. Um, I'm Cape Verdean and Native American, so I have, I'm not dark skin, but I have darker skin than other people. I have curly hair, thick curly hair, and I guess I was just always trying to fit in when really I didn't need to, but I thought I did. Um, so yeah, just to be more confident and not be so insecure. Okay. So your question. God damn it. Where did it go? (laughs) Okay. What are you most proud of? My kids. I love my boys. They're everything to me. I, 
I don't know who I would be if I wasn't their mom, and that's probably not a good thing. I guess because I do need to be somebody outside of being a mom, but I truly don't love anyone more and couldn't be more proud of any single thing I've done in my whole life than my kids. They're both so adorable. Thank you so much. <laughs> what is your biggest fear? Um, so I would say my biggest fear would be failure. I'm really bad at just naming one thing, but failure because I've always tried to do things quote unquote the right way and I usually succeed and so I don't know how how I would take to failure and then also rejection just because of past things that I've had to deal with in relationships so failure and rejection <clears throat> yeah, so maybe one day we'll either like write a book or have a whole season about mm -hmm. that for you. Oh god, I could write a book about my oh, life. Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what is the hardest thing about being a mom? The hardest thing about being a mom is being with someone all day long but still feeling lonely. I don't have like any adult interaction. I don't really go out a whole ton during the day with my kids um and then by the end of the day once they're in bed like I just want to sit in silence because I'm touched out I'm done talking and that's pretty much it motherhood is a very lonely journey and I don't think that that's something a lot of people know mm -hmm. when they become a mom yeah I do think about that and that's why I would say that if and when I do become a mom I would like to have like a good support system with other moms so that we can kind of hang out and just kind of be together so you don't have to be lonely. But it's always something I think about. Trust me, I get that. Um, oh, it's your turn. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like running back and forth. What's um, one place in the world you'd love to travel to? Oh, well, this is easy. Greece. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I always said so when I was younger. I loved that movie, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, and when I saw that, I just fell in love with Greece. And I always said I wanted to go there for my honeymoon one day after I got married. And we were actually supposed to go this year for my thirtieth birthday, but we changed it, and we're gonna go to Costa Rica. So, yes, Greece is top on my list. Hey, we got our microphone to work, so let's just try this again. <laughs> All right, go. Okay, so this is question number four. What is one thing you missed doing before you became a mom? He's laughing, huh? I <laughs> miss going out to eat all the time and, like, being able to have wine. I mean, I guess I still sometimes will have a glass of wine if I go out to dinner, but... It's just different when you don't have any responsibilities. And Jack thinks that's funny. It's just different when you don't have any responsibilities and you can literally do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of when you're a mom, like the whole time you're out, it's a little stressful because you're just like, I just have to get home now because I'm on a tight schedule. Mm -hmm. I guess I just, the freedom. Yeah, I can see that. Sorry, my turn. <laughs> okay, what's, let's see. What's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, 
I don't know if I have one. Trust me, honey, you have them. Think. <laughs> oh man, I feel like the easiest thing to say is just annoying, stupid people. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say based off of the conversations we've been having oh. this past week, there's yeah. many of things that are your pet peeve. Yeah, people who just don't think, and I guess selfish people. I don't know if that's really considered a pet peeve, but. I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, because it's annoying. Yeah. Because I have a very short tolerance for people. For anyone? (laughs) Anyone! (laughs) I wouldn't say anyone in particular. But! (laughs) No, I just, yeah. People who are idiotic and annoying. And rude. Just rude. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're just going (laughs) to let that go. (laughs) Um... What is your favorite memory that you have of us? <laughs> maybe they're not memories. <laughs> and maybe that's a problem. Um, there's so many. I don't know. There's so many. I think that when we were younger, we just had a lot of fun. Like, specifically, like, our college years. Like, we... Honestly, my, one of my favorite memories is going to Buster's and eating nachos. What mm. happened to Buster's... And why it's are they not there. open? We need to do, they're not open? No, they haven't been open since COVID. And honestly, it's rude because their food was good. And I know we're not the only two who think that. We used to go every day after work. We would get out of work and we would meet there with our friends. And we would like literally eat dinner and have drinks yeah. every single night after mm-hmm. work. And what night? It was like a special night Tuesdays. Oh, for pizza. pizza? Yes. Yeah. See, pizza the, those are the things I miss. My best memories involve food and friends <laughs> and family. Duh. But I just... Those were good times. Like, we were just super carefree. We had so much fun. And I think we had a great group of friends then, too. Like, we had such a tight-knit group of friends. Yeah. Um, And we just had fun together. Like, we had a lot of fun. And we never used to argue. No, I don't think anyone argued. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, do we argue now? No. I know in high school, remember, we would always argue about stuff, and your dad would be like, you two might as well be sisters the amount of times you argue. Well, it's really good that I don't take stock in half the things my dad said. (laughs) (laughs) Because then, no, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a good thing if you Mm -hmm. fight like sisters, because that means that you're close and you're comfortable, and Mm -hmm. I did want a sister. I asked for a sister, but whatever. (laughs) That didn't work out. You got me. Yeah. I guess you can't choose what you get. Nope. All right. I have a brother in case anyone's wondering and I did he's he's fine he's my brother but I specifically requested a sister needless to say I was a little upset when they brought home a boy my sister didn't want me she asked for a brother and then she got a brother if only they allowed children to swap out siblings (laughs) at such a young age we could have been just fine um, oh, no, is it my turn? I don't no, know. I, no, I just, there's a baby talking. He's <laughs> laughing. I just get so flustered. Okay. Who's your favorite artist or artists? I would say like musically. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, do you enjoy a nice Picasso? Like, no, you dummy. What kind of music? <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> like, do you own any art? Like, what? No, okay. I don't. Besides myself, because I'm a work of art. Oh, I'm gone. All right, enjoy your episode. I'm out of here. <laughs> Jackie. Yeah. Um, um, no, like a like a musical or maybe like okay. a, 
Okay. Whatever. So there's all kinds of artists. Pick yours. I don't know that I have a favorite one, but there are. Do you have a favorite five? Like a fab five? <laughs> um. All right. I'll try and think of a couple. Let's see if I can think of five. I really like Snow Allegra. Her first album, which actually, at the time when I first started dating Nick, he introduced me to her. You, you, if you heard I have her song, no idea who if that you is. heard her songs, you probably know who she is. But Snow Allegra, her music is awesome. Um, obviously, Nick, um, Nicki Minaj, even though she doesn't really have much music out anymore. Okay. But back in the day, and like I'm Cardi like shocked B, at your answers right now. You thought I was gonna say Chris Brown? Oh, but well, no, I didn't think of that. But now, no, there's somebody else that I specifically thought you'd say was your number one. Who? Beyonce. Oh, I do love Beyonce, but I don't know if I would put her as number one. But she's definitely on the list. Can I say something controversial? Yeah. I don't like Beyonce's music. It's. I feel like it's an adjustment from what she used to have versus what she has now. Like, the music that she produced before was a lot different than what she produces now. Okay, I feel like I'm, like, one of the only people who doesn't like her music. If you're not singing sad songs, I'm not listening to them, okay? <laughs> I feel. Reject. And I feel like there's other people too, but I just, I don't know. I just, I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts lately too. So I haven't been up on music stuff. Do any homework? Yes. <laughs> I am doing my homework. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's, I have to say that. Okay. Those are good. Um, all right. I'm sweating now. <laughs> Fire. What are, oh, well, I guess you kind of um, answered this question question before but it's a different you answered it in a question that I asked but um do you feel it's hard to have your own identity as a mother yeah I think it's like almost impossible especially if you don't you have to like actually put forth the energy to be somebody outside of being a mom Mm -hmm. because your whole identity is wrapped up in your kids and it is wicked hard and I rather sleep than figure out who I am sometimes so Mm -hmm. I'm working on it. I'm hoping soon we'll figure it out. But I thoroughly enjoy doing this podcast. So if this is my outlet, then I'm pumped and I'm happy for it. It's fun. It is fun. Um, What do you struggle with the most? I guess you kind of answered that when you asked or like said what you would tell your high school Mm -hmm. self. But like, do you currently struggle with anything? Yeah. So at this point in my life I guess what I'm struggling is struggling with is just trying to get what I want and what I feel I'm supposed to have at this age 29 going on 30 I want a house and I'm struggling to figure out how to get that just because of certain work situations right now um do you feel sorry that's okay you can go no, I was just going to say, do you feel like you, like, have to fit yourself into, like, a box? Because, like, society says, like, this is the timeline. And mm-hmm. when our parents were younger, obviously things happened quicker. And yeah. while time has changed mm-hmm. and people aren't doing that, you still feel like you have to? Yeah, I mean, to an extent. Because, like, I do have, like, all the friends that I went to high school with, they're married, have kids. And then all my friends that I met after high school, none of them are married, none of them have kids. So it's, right. like, I feel like I'm in the middle, like. I'm on my way to having kids and getting married, I hope, and I'm just struggling with how to get there and just, like, the timeline of things. Have you thought about buying yourself your own ring? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just going to help you get there a little faster. <laughs> I think I would be kicked out. 
<laughs> I was listening to the morning that actually in the new jam and morning mm-hmm. show. And one of the like topics, this was like a few months ago. One of the topics was women who bought their own rings. That's and there were crazy. a lot of them. I did actually, I was listening to another podcast. Um, with this couple, Deval and Kadeem, and some girl called in saying about how she bought her own engagement ring and paid for her wedding, and I was like, that's crazy. No, that would leave like an uns... I mean, super confident, right? You have Mm -hmm. to be pretty confident to be able to do that, but then I would also kind of be like, did I jump the gun? Mm -hmm. Or why not just propose to the man? So you get him a ring, and then he has to get you a ring. I would personally never do that, but that's another yeah. way of going about it. Could you imagine popping open a box at dinner and being like, oh, we're getting married. I bought this for myself. <laughs> we were actually just talking about that on Sunday and how, no, no, that's just crazy. No, that wouldn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. <laughs> but if you are, I'm here for you. Yeah, go ahead. We yeah. support anyone's We decision. support anything you want to do. Just personally for us. Mal's not going to walk into Hanusha by her own right No, I'm not. No, but I'll walk in there with someone and help them. Yes. I'm just saying. <clears throat> um, no, I didn't do this question. I skipped this one. What's one thing you regret? Did I do that one? I don't think I did. Should I had a, any point. I had a life. feeling that you would ask me that, and I did have an answer. Um... Okay, it's not really like a regret but it's something I have the hardest time letting go of. Mm -hmm. Can I say that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's going to be my eating disorder. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any, I'm sure some of you people listening know, but I suffered with an eating disorder for like eight years after high school and it sucked. And I guess like it never goes away. I still feel like I deal with it and that's okay. As long as Mm -hmm. you like keep moving forward every day, but I regret not, getting myself help sooner. Mm-hmm. That's what I regret because I think that it would have changed the outcome of where I am now because I think the longer you struggle with it, the harder your recovery is. And if I had gotten the help sooner, maybe I wouldn't still deal with it mm-hmm. sometimes, you know? Yeah. And how long has it been since you technically like recovered? Um, four years. Okay. Yeah. Four years. Um, so that was tough. That was probably like the hardest thing I've ever been through in my whole life. Mm-hmm. I remember it was hard for me too, because I remember I didn't really see you much. I lost so many friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I'm actually an introvert or I did this to myself and I just don't have any more friends, but I did. I lost a lot of friends and I almost lost. Which that means they weren't really your friends. This is valid. Um, I will say though that I think a lot of people didn't know what to do mm-hmm. or how to help because we were so young, right? It was like right after high school. So we yeah. were so young. I don't think people knew how to help. So I think it was easier to look away when it was mm-hmm. happening. So I'm not mad about that because I don't know what I would have done if mm-hmm. my friend was, you know, drastically mm-hmm. dropping weight and trying to just die. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. a, a lot for somebody. Yeah. But I, mean, I can say personally, I didn't really know what to do, but I just always tried to keep reaching out no yeah. matter what. Yeah, I de- there are definitely, I have a few very close friends, you being one of them, obviously, that always reached out. I mean, still to this day, will sometimes be like, just checking on you. Mm-hmm. How you doing? And I appreciate that because, like I said, like it goes away, but it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. You know, 
but it's not how it was. Yeah. Thankfully. So yeah. Um, mm. Someone give me a tissue. <laughs> Just kidding. This room's so hot and probably catch on fire. Um, want to take our shirts off? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm about to take the sweatshirt. It's so hot. I'm gonna go turn on the fire. Now. <laughs> is it hot? Is that why you're naked? I know. Jackie um, stripped down to his diaper. Well, I thought it would make him babble less, <laughs> even though it's so cute. Um, what makes you genuinely happy? Um, I guess I would have to say. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing. I'm miserable. Yes, I'm a miserable person. <laughs> I hate my life. I'm just kidding. Um, Nothing. Not even you. I'm leaving. <laughs> what makes me genuinely happy? I feel like this is something that can change over time, but right now, I have to give credit to my boyfriend. He really makes me genuinely happy. That's good. We're just in a really good place, and we've come a long way, and he's taught me a lot. And I think you both taught each other a lot. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I've taken out of our relationship, relationship so far is just learning how to communicate. I know I'm not there yet, but being able to communicate and articulate what I want to say is definitely getting better. And I feel like that's making me happy because I can also take those skills into other areas of my life. And yeah, like we're just the way that we are able to work together and the way we're building things and trying to set up our life. It's just making me genuinely happy. And then obviously my family and friends do as well. I love that for you. Yeah, I'm just in a really, I'm in a good place right now. I Next week it could be different, but right now, this oh, week, Jesus. it's a good week. The doom and gloom on the couch. <laughs> my God. Because I do have my ups and downs, but this week is a good week. I think that you are genuinely happy, and I don't think I've seen you this happy in a long time, and I think that this is like a real, real relationship for you. Like there's the highs and there's the lows. And because of that, you appreciate every single aspect of it. I thought we just lost it. So I would have stuffed <laughs> myself in the wood stove because I would have been done with I today. Right I would have been you. like, later, <laughs> I'm out of here. Burn me alive. Gosh, that would have made me angry. <clears throat> so I'm happy for you. Yeah, because you saw... Although you were there for all the previous quote unquote relationships and everything that I've gone through and right. this is it's different. I'm here for Nick. Nick twenty twenty two. Nick twenty twenty two. Nick for husband, twenty two. <laughs> you hear that? You hear that, Nick? I'll meet you at Hanoosh whenever you're ready. Okay. Um question number eight. What are your thoughts behind the stigma of being a stay-at-home mom? I know you have a lot. The thought process I have to put into some of these. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a whole Okay, lot I think that everyone is like, oh my God, you're so lucky. You get to stay home with your kids all day. You're a stay-at-home mom. Oh, that's so cool. Like, no, I challenge you to leave your job and come spend... A day with me because I don't work 40 hours. My job is never done. And it's constantly go, go, go. I have to entertain a toddler and entertain my baby who is currently talking to himself in a swing right now because I like I said, I'm sweating from this fire. And it's and then I have a dog who I have to talk to more than I have to talk to my kids because he needs so much love and attention. 
And then I have my toddler now. He's doing swim and he does hockey. And my baby is on a schedule and I'm overwhelmed. And I'm the chauffeur and the travel agent and the nanny and the pantry stalker and the personal shopper and everyone. But it's easy. Yeah. And the finance, financial advisor and the contractor finder and the, and the renovation lady picker outer of all the things. And it's just a lot. It's just a lot. And it's not as glamorous as everybody thinks it is. I've been a stay at home mom for two years. I don't think I've put on a real pair of pants in just that long. Like it's literally been two years since jeans have touched the skin. It'll probably, <laughs> I'll die not wearing them ever again. I'm telling you. So there is a stigma. And I mean, my husband says every day, like I will go work my 11 hour day before I ever stayed home. Do you ever like, once your kids are older and they're in school, do you think you'll go back to working a different job that isn't a stay-at-home mom? Or? I want to be able to be my own boss. I want to be able to build on our brand and my personal brand and support my family in that way. I truly haven't looked that far into it. Um, I definitely want to be that mom that drops her kids off and picks them up. So maybe that would involve me doing something in the schools that they're in. Um, but outside of all that, I haven't thought. I can't. I don't have the mental capacity. Honestly. Okay. My next question for you. This oh God! The, the way you're question. saying this is making me scared. Okay. This is hold on, Jackie. This is my. This is the best question, and you better think so hard about your answer. Who is your best friend, and why is it me? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so obviously, Miss Julie it's me. is my best friend. I know. <laughs> and... I, I would have to say that you're my best friend because we can literally talk about any and everything, even if it's like something we don't want to admit that we've done or something we're so ashamed of, we can talk about it and we won't judge each other at all. I agree. And like, yeah, we can say, oh, I don't agree with you doing this, but I'm still going to support you either way. And I guess that's what I, because you're not like one of those friends Like you should keep doing this. Like you'll tell me. Like no, I don't think you should do that. Uh, we've definitely had that talk about the friends that you have to, like you can't ever tell them that they're like wrong or you don't agree. And I, are you okay? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Just we have a tea there, so we're drooling over here. Um, I genuinely admire the relationships where you can like admit that you're wrong and be like. Mm -hmm listen, like I fucked up and let's get through it because your friendship is like your friendship is far more important to me than mm -hmm. whatever BS is going on. Mm -hmm. And I like that we can talk about things that we have totally different views on mm -hmm. and we just are listening and we're not judging the other person for feeling a certain way. And if, you know, you need to like, I don't know, like, be forgiving or like educate or just listen or whatever the case may be. I 
admire having friends, specifically you, that can do that because mm -hmm. that's hard to find, especially in today's world. Mm -hmm. So, and like we've gone times where we didn't talk for months, mm -hmm. and then finally one of us gave in. Oh, it was you, you gave your olive branch. I can't remember what you said. <laughs> You gave me an olive I gave branch. you an olive branch. I, I would have given her a whole olive tree, but I might have hit her on the head with it. And then I was like, I showed Nick, I was like, look, look, look at it, Julie. I know. I don't know what it was. I can't remember either. I think it was something on Instagram. It was. And I said to Joe, I just gave her my olive branch. I swear to God, if she does not finally text me, I'm going to be pissed off. More pissed off than I already am. And that was just what we needed. Mm -hmm. And to just kind of be like we were both bad friends mm -hmm. and, and we cried it out and we, we cried like, we're and we're moving on again and because you can't lose your friends over silly she is nope. you know nope. so i do appreciate that mm -hmm. i knew i was your best friend thanks for <laughs> answering honestly i know that was a tough one <laughs> you're the worst person <laughs> um is this question nine or that was question nine i don't know i have more than 10 questions because okay. i got a little Okay, Wild so this is last night in bed <laughs> writing questions. Oh, are you yeah. sure? It was just writing questions? Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you ever wish, which I guess this is kind of answered for, but do you ever wish you could take a break from everything? And if you could, what would you do? Um, honestly, okay. I'm going to say no. I mean, like maybe like an hour to do like a solo target run by myself is like invigorating. I love that. But other than that, no, because the minute they go to bed, I'm staring at the cameras or I'm looking at my phone, like looking at pictures from the day, like a crazy mom. Um, so no, I don't think so. I get my like a little alone time at night. I binge my Bravo bullshit because that's what it is i love bravo so much if you know me i love bravo every show all of them there's not one i don't like except okay there's one i'm not even gonna name it but there's one that i don't really care for but other than that i love them all um and that's my me time and i'll take it because at the end of the day i love being their mom and honestly they're only gonna be this little for so long and i have my whole life still to go and do whatever the heck I want with, you know by myself with Joe whatever it is Jack is not happy about this you want to be in this episode say something say something um so no I don't think so because I know that this time is very limited so I'm going to enjoy it while it's here if you could go back and do it again would you choose the same career this is the last question. Yeah, then I got okay. one more I want to okay. ask you. Right. Actually, I have two um, more because I have two things I need to say to the people. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, yes and no. So I do like what I do. I just feel like the pandemic has made it difficult. And it's just not the same as how it used to be. Like I remember when I first started out as an occupational therapy assistant, I'd come into work, I'd have five patients, six patients, whatever, five, six patients. And that's what I would see for the day because I'd have them for an hour. I really got to spend time with them and work with them and make the treatments meaningful. Now I'd come into work and I'd have 10 patients that I have to see in seven hours and 20 minutes. And the treatment times are a half hour, 40 minutes. And the way that healthcare has changed their standards, it's more of a business and not 
to actually help the patient get better. And that's what I don't like about it. And that's what I feel like is causing burnout and making people not enjoy what they do. And that that's what, at least that's the reason for me. Mm -hmm. And so that is the reason. Yes. I wish I could change it. And the reason no is because when I am with my patients, I try my best and do what I can to actually get a meaningful treatment out of them and actually help them get better so they can go home and get back to the life that they were doing before. And I know at the end of the day, I am helping them Mm -hmm. and they do appreciate it. Most of them, not all of them, but most of them. What would you do if you could do something else? I always said that I would either be a dentist because I think that's so cool or an orthopedic surgeon. Like a foot surgeon? No, like orthopedic is anything. Like it could be like hip. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wait, what's a foot doctor called? A A podiatrist. (laughs) No, I I couldn't do that. I don't like feet. Feet are gross. That is. Are they? They are. Oh, okay. (laughs) That is so horrendous to me. Okay, that's what I thought you meant. Because I was thinking orthopedic shoes. Oh no, my eye just twitched. So it's it's not just people that makes my eye twitch. It's just disturbing things in general. Okay, well. Well, God bless. I don't like either of those things. <laughs> okay. Or I guess if I could choose something that's completely outside of the medical field, I feel like I would have to do with like social media. I would honestly yeah. love to be a person that just travels and gets paid for doing reviews. And, oh, like, that would be so much fun. Okay. I think everybody could say <laughs> that they would like to do that. I thought we were going with like social media marketing, but you just want to be a social media ambassador. So, yeah. so be it. Okay. But yeah. And then I just, this is a bonus question. Oh, wait, hold on. I have your last question. Oh, I thought we were, I thought, no, this is, this is number 10. And then I guess. Did you number question. them? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What is your number one goal for this year? And there blows the baby. There blows the baby. <laughs> My number one goal for this year is to, I got something, is to, Focus on my little tiny corner, our little tiny corner of the internet between my personal page, or like my mom page, mm-hmm. and our podcast page, and just grow it mm-hmm. for no other reason than because we're having a blast and I want to just continue. Um, a lot of people were saying that there's not a lot of podcasts out there that, um, are just like real and talk about, you know, mental health and just like, not even just mental health, just like real life. Mm -hmm. Like, like it's okay to just not have a good day and like talk about it. And like, it doesn't make you like, I don't know anything other than like a human. Mm -hmm. So I just think that what we're doing is important and I want to just keep going. And that's just my goal. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) That's it. Okay. Okay. So, um, what is your car that you hope you have in 10 years? And then what is your dream car? Let's play that game. Okay. Well, I don't really know names of cars, but. We'll just describe I them do. like before. So I like the cars that have the uh, full window. Glass sunroof. Glass sunroof. Yep. Electric cars. Yeah. Before she said plug in. Yeah, and plug I literally in thought she wanted an air freshener. <laughs> I was just going to go upstairs and grab her one. The cars that plug in, the electric cars. The Tesla. Yeah. I like Teslas, but I, I need something bigger than a Tesla. They have SUVs. I don't know if I like the look of the Tesla SUVs. I don't like Teslas. Oh, I do. They drive so smooth. 
They don't look yeah. nice. Oh, your friend has one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. I don't think that they look nice. No, I don't. They drive very nice. But if you drove one, I wouldn't tell you that. I thought your car was ugly. <laughs> so I don't know if that helps you make that decision better. But um, so is that the car you you have in ten years? Yeah. Okay. Well, what's the car like your dream car? That car on crack. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, yes. I can imagine that. Okay. So we're not budging off that idea. Nope. So you want like the top of the line. Mm-hmm. Luxury. Luxury. I don't think there's a Tesla that's top not the luxurious, line, luxury, although I don't know. Top of the line luxury mom car. Because it's not going to look like a mom car, but it's a mom car. What if you could get like a Jaguar that was like electric? Yeah. Sure, I would jump in that. You wouldn't even have to ask me what, like I would just already be driving it. Um, and then yours. What's yours? Uh, I like this is so weird. But I just like love a Tahoe. I don't know why. That's gonna be my car, specifically because I need to fit hockey equipment in it, mm-hmm. and that's how I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna make a whole sales pitch. <laughs> um, and my dream car, if I could have any single car, and like I didn't have a budget, I'd get a G wagon. G wagons are nice because they're wicked cool. I don't know why. Honestly, they just look like a Jeep Commander. Just an expensive one. I don't know why. They're just nice. Well, how about you give like me this them. car when you get your next car? I'll take this one. My car? Yeah. Thank you. I do love my car, though. Oh, maybe I'd get a Wagoneer. I don't know what that looks like. Oh, that's. You want to talk about a lug- luxurious little whip? It's a Wagoneer. Maybe I'll get a Wagoneer. You should get a Wagoneer. They're so expensive. Cars. It's so out of this world. I want a purple one. It's Benet. No, no. <laughs> You can't have it if it's going to be purple. Why not? Because purple's the worst. I know it's your favorite color, but it's not black like my soul. We're not doing it. No. I actually, yeah. I don't like purple cars. I would either like black or white. Okay. I, I like black and white cars. I'm, I'm I'm biased to black cars. I don't know why. I think they look newer longer. Yeah. You hear him walking up I do. Yeah. Is he wearing your high heels or something? No. His work shoes have wooden soles and <laughs> he just prances around like... You know, like we don't have wooden ceilings that you can hear everything. Um, all right, guys. So that's it. Thank you for tuning yeah, into today's episode. Those. We had too much fun, I would say. And oh wait, we're gonna move on to our what the fuck. Oh week. my god, we have to. Okay, we need a better word for it, like a what the f moment of the week. I kind of liked the what the calf of the week. I was going to call it what the calf, but I just kept picturing a baby cow grazing a field. And well, that was throwing me for a loop. Well, don't picture a baby calf grazing, grazing a what field. What the calf? That's what we're going to call it for now until we decide Tell us what you think different. we should yeah. call it. Give us some ideas. I listened to a podcast and they have a what the fuck moment. And it is so funny. Shout out to two moms and a mic. It's hysterical. Um, what's your what the calf? what the cup of joe of the week. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of fits. It kind of fits. What the Ow. cup of Joe? All what right. What the cup of Joe of the week? All right. I'll, I'm going to write it down. We can play with it. We can spruce it up a little bit. What the cup? What the cup of the week? Okay. All right. It's growing on me. <laughs> what the cup of Maybe Joe. we just do what the cup of the week. What, what the, the cup, cup of, of the week? week? All right. Give it to me. Um. So I work in a nursing home. And when I started working there, they told me that it was haunted. And I believe in, like, ghosts and all that. And they were telling me all these crazy stories about how, like, books went flying off the shelf, like, the charts behind the nurse's station. And I believed it, but I hadn't seen anything. And this was, like, a couple months ago. And I wasn't thinking of it. And then today, while I was in one of the rooms, I was um, with one of the other therapists, and we were um, looking at a picture on the wall of one of the patients. 
And she's like, oh, this is a picture of her when she won um, a painting contest, this and that. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. And so left the room. I went to go treat another patient. And before I went downstairs, I remembered that I left my coat or my sweater and my clipboard outside the room. Your footboard? Clipboard. Oh. <laughs> You picked up your foot when you said that, and I'm like, are you getting therapy done? What the heck's a footboard? It's like the end of the bed, isn't that? Footboard? Oh, yeah, duh. (laughs) I know. I didn't know if it was like a machine you guys used to help people speak. Whatever. I don't know. Like like I said, I stay home. I don't don't know what's outside of this house. Carry on. Um, So I went to pick up my clipboard and my sweatshirt. And all of a sudden, I hear a huge bang coming from the room that I was in looking at the picture. And I thought it was just like maybe their lunch tray fell off the table. So I went in there and I asked her what it was. She goes, over there. And I look, the picture that we were looking at fell off the wall for no apparent reason. And I was like, why would it fall off when I'm outside the room? And we had just been talking about it like an hour before then. So I just thought that was really creepy and weird. You should go in that room and talk about how you really need a million dollars to pay some bills and see if that falls out of the wall. That'd be real nice. I'm just saying. (laughs) If you guys know Mally, you know that, like, she really does believe in ghosts. And she has, like, a whole history of ghosts appear, Mm. not necessarily, like, appearing, but, like, things happening to her. And it's honestly kind of creepy. So once it kind of gets dark, I kick her out of my house because I don't (laughs) don't want anything to happen. Um, we'll have to talk about it around Halloween time. Yes. Oh my that. God. In the room, in that room at your house. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Are the Christmas trees still up? Yes. No. Yes, it is. It is still up. Oh my, oh my God. I'm writing this down. Um, okay. My what the cup calf <laughs> F moment calf. of the week is, um, so my son needed a haircut and, um, I just, you know, my son's barber's a little too, I mean, my husband's barber's just a little too busy. So I was going to take him somewhere else, but then I got it in my head and I thought, oh, I'm just going to do it myself. I <laughs> shaved off half of his hair on the like left side or something. I didn't know what to do. Um, so I did nothing. I just left it and I just kind of Hoped my husband wouldn't see him the minute he walked in the house. He said, what the hell did you do to Joseph's <laughs> It looks so bad. I feel so bad. He's so cute, though. I, I'm not even paying attention to it. If I can get a picture of it, I'll post it on the page because, like, I do feel bad. Um, but you left out the two times that you shaved his head before this. Okay, yeah. So I did do it two times before, and my husband and our best friend, Garrett, were like, no. Hi, Garrett. No, you can't do that because he's going to be a hockey player. He needs to grow his hair out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I get something in my head, it's done. Like, it's over with. I have to do it. And that's what happened. I do have regrets. I won't do it again. I feel terrible. <laughs> it's not funny. It's hilarious. Mal told Joe she didn't even notice it. but I'm, I didn't. Are you? How do you know? Oh, I don't know. I just. It looks like, you know, like those kids who get like the lineups like into their skull. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's, it's ridiculous, honestly. Oh, um, and then I got shit on twice. <laughs> by a baby. Not by anybody I know. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Hey, and I'm into that. that. Yeah. No, no, I meant like shit on like talking about me, you know. Somebody just came and took a shit on me. <laughs> what the calf? All right, guys, thanks for joining into this episode. We hope that the baby babble and the mic mishaps and the everything, everything. 
is fine with you. Um, yeah, because we're having a blast. We are. This, so. We are. Thank you for tuning in, and once again, thank you for all your support. We really appreciate it, and we hope you'll be back next week for another fun, crazy-filled, all-over-the-place episode. All over the place, baby. (laughs) Bye, guys.